0: Do you have my sausage?
1: What <laughs> <laughs> words <Woodboards laughs> are offensive <laughs> to your people? <laughs> so, yeah, so, to your people? Yeah, I'm speechless. We're just going to let Mike you. throw himself under the bus. You want me to do it All so the, you guys can I, just tear me apart? Christmas, Christmas cactus babies. babies. Christmas, Christmas cactus babies. babies. Tech nipple difficulties. <laughs> We're not going to put that in there. Thank you. I
0: think I need to take you outside for a moment.
1: Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Middle Life Podcast. This is Mikey. And this is Jamie. And that's it. All right. That is it, actually. We got a tiny table here. Tiny table. We're sitting around a tiny table. There is no Maggie here for this podcast. You're going to be listening to the Middle Life Podcast with just Jamie. Yeah. And Mikey. Yeah, today. we we just couldn't find her. That's right. We just, I don't I don't know where she is. I she sh- could be anywhere in this house. I right should now. be dialing authorities right now. We've been
0: playing hide and go seek for the last eight hours. <laughs> That's true. We just, just cannot find her. <laughs> we
1: just decided we were going to start up a podcast. Moving on with our without lives without her. Entirely. No, uh we ended up having a packed week this week. Lots of stuff going on. You guys are gonna have to go out of town for a little bit yeah. and just no other nights seemed to really work out well and uh, asked Maggie's permission and she said as long as you and I didn't talk about anything interesting, okay she's totally fine so, with it. So
0: buckle in everyone. <laughs> um yeah, no, I mean well the first first uh, season. You yeah. guys did an episode without we, me when I was like dying of the bubonic right. plague.
1: We did an episode without you, but this it marks the first time in Motor Life Podcast history that we that we have done an episode with less than three people. Yeah, you guys, uh, we subbed in. Yeah, Kat. we did uh, sub in our friend Cat that time, but this time no subs. There might even be people out there listening that are going to be like, "Hey, I could have subbed in." Oh yeah, that's that true. sorry, but, but this was
0: very last minute, and it was.
1: Uh, yeah, put it together. You know what's kind of funny though? So, well, first off, I should say. How are you feeling about podcasting without Maggie as an experiment tonight? See how it goes.
0: It's um, it's really awkward because I'm sitting in her normal spot. Yeah. So like, for one, I have to like, I have to tweak my body to look at you. So yeah, that's and You're doing a lot of uh, leaning, yeah. I'm holding your my head. yeah. I'm like you know whatever. But um, I'm usually on the other side of the table, but. It's weird, yeah, but I mean,
1: it's okay. It's intimate. It's, it's nice. It's true. It is intimate. You know, usually we pull the table out from the wall a little further, and I'm yeah. digging my back meat hawk into uh, the side of the uh, entertainment. It's stand not right often now. we get to spend 30 minutes just you and me, I like know. looking in each other's eyes. It's going to be great, I mm-hmm. think. Although I do miss Maggie here. She adds a lot to the podcast. We, I think, we all have our distinct roles and. I don't know. So it's interesting, though, because there's a podcast. We'll see how people respond to this, because there's a podcast that I listen to uh, that has two male hosts and and Mm -hmm. one female. And the the gal that's on it is actually probably my least favorite contributor, not because she's a female. It's just I just don't really care for what she has to say. And they have a few times not had her on. And even so, even with that. It feels weird when, mm-hmm. when she's when it's not the full complement of all of them. I notice. So yeah. we'll see how people hopefully you're still listening to this by now, so we'll see how, how Hello how it plays out. Even if Maggie's your least favorite contributor, hang in there. So. <laughs> Leave a comment and let's know what she could have done better. That's right. Hey, but she's not here, so we can talk about all the stuff we don't normally get to talk about when she uh, is here. Yeah. Let's see, Jamie, you want to talk about fantasy football? We could talk about no, cars. No, we I don't want to talk about <laughs> fantasy football because <laughs> <laughs> it's awful right now. Yeah, for well, me. no, okay, you have two leagues that you're in. And yeah, you're so I'm, actually doing, yeah, I'm doing good in the other really one. Really good, but the one that you and I share in common, it's just an abysmal no, uh, year for you in fantasy football. It's awful. I'm so not at the bottom yet. No, I no, think. no. No, you're like, I, I think, you're think you're 11th out of 12 or something like that. Am I? So, yeah, not at the absolute bottom. No, I thought
0: I was at least like three higher than that. So, well, yeah, I mean, things yeah. have
1: happened. It's pretty low, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, but we, you shouldn't get on Fantasy Football for too long, because I doubt many people are going to want to keep listening to this. No. <laughs> we just dive into Fantasy Football. Do you want to talk about cars? Uh, We can talk about cars. Actually, yes, I do want to talk about okay. cars with you, because uh, we're going to post a... Well, the the intro video that's going to go along with this podcast is going to be all about a certain new car purchase. Oh, nice. So you recently got another car, and I will be completely honest with you. I know we've made fun about this on the podcast before. I've lost count. I'm sure you have, too, of how many mm. vehicles you've actually owned in the duration of time that yeah, I've I have, known you. No, I have no idea. So it's we'll just call this car number 22 for no, you. No,
0: I mean, it's over a dozen, but not far over a well, dozen. Well, I'm
1: counting between you and Danielle. Is that what you were doing too? I feel like I am. I don't know. It's it's been quite a few. Like I I'm getting close to not being able to count it on my fingers and toes, if if nothing else. But that's okay. Yeah. I think your reasons were very logical and sound for me, so I can't really give you much crap Yeah, about I'm not that.
0: sitting with, like, if anyone but thinks I'm sitting with, like, a garage filled with a dozen, like, cars, no, You're like Jay I'm Leno not. or something like that? Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> no. I think
0: the accumulated worth of all of the cars could not buy me... One of Jay's one th- cars? Yeah, one of, yeah, no, no but... That's fair. But, yeah, okay, no. Okay, well,
1: tell me about the vehicle. I have a particular interest in this car specifically, but I, I want to go ahead and I, I want you to share about... The vehicle itself and the story of how you got it. However you want to roll into that, just give it to me. Um, So, it is a
0: brand spanking new to me 1985 Volkswagen Golf. Yeah. All the ladies. Wow. I cannot drive down the street without women just throwing themselves at me. (laughs) Right in front of the car. (laughs) Um, (laughs) No. So, I... uh, Previous to this, I had a well. I currently, right now, do still have it, but I'm getting rid of it this weekend. Um, I had a, a like twenty five thousand dollars Chevy Silverado, like a mm. very nice. There's a nice truck. Truck leather interior. Yeah, it was the first time that I'd really we had really like splurged on right. that, and uh and so I've had it for three months, two and a half months, something like that. Uh, more than that,
1: dude. Oh, okay, close Sorry. to six. Okay, fine.
0: Yeah. Um, I lose count. Go yeah. ahead. No, but anyway, I mean, it all came down to finances. I mean, we are doing fine, but it I the more I thought about it, the more that like $400 almost car payment right. a month was dragging on me. Yeah. It felt like a waste to me that and I had yeah I had such because I'm fine driving anything. I've had right. everything from a 1979 pickup that barely went up a hill to you know this like really nice truck and everything in between, right and Volkswagen Beetle. Yeah, well, that was a short period of time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I've I've had a ton of different vehicles, but what I've realized, and I think what I realized with this truck, was that I don't get any more satisfaction Mm -hmm. out of an amazing, you know, truck with DVD and all that jazz. Like I don't, I don't get any more satisfaction out of it than I do out of the Golf. Like the Golf is, it's fun to drive. It's funny like oh, yeah. that I have it and it it kind of like brings back old memories a, a feeling um, yeah a feeling of <laughs> from high school. a simpler
1: time yeah no it does no.
0: feel like I'm about to every time I get into it I feel like I'm about to go get my friends and we're gonna go to Taco Bell Right. Well, yeah. Like,
1: that, that car screams fourth meal. Yeah. So, absolutely, 100%. It, it, just so if people watch the video that went along with the the podcast. Now, if you just get this auto-downloaded, kudo, kudos to you. That you've yeah. subscribed, and we really appreciate that. Go over to Facebook. Check out the video that goes along with this vehicle where Jamie's showing off his, his new mm-hmm. car. And all the, I mean, like, when you stick the key in the ignition, it sounds like you're deflating a balloon yeah. slowly. No, it's, it yells <laughs> at you. Because <laughs> I, had, I had the door open. I'm not, like,
0: spoiling anything. This isn't, like, an Avengers movie. No. <laughs> um but like I had the door
1: open, put the key in, and it yells at you because it's like, hey, there's a key. Like right. don't lock me in here. <laughs> but it's like Barrr. this this was before cars came with the technology that like unlocked the doors automatically when yeah. you left the fob inside of uh-huh. it. This one's yeah, there like, is the, there is no- This fob. car literally screams at you. However, you <laughs> it's like you're violating it every time you put the key in the ignition. Ha- however, <laughs> it
0: it does have better Bluetooth than the truck that I, have. Ooh, <laughs> so, I is that stock? <laughs> sure. <laughs> no. But um Yeah. So anyway, it basically, the story is just that, you know, we've been kind of working through our finances because we're looking at in the next coming near future, buying another property and like doing that. So really just going through finances and finding places that we can consolidate just so that we feel more comfortable. And also we, you know, we do have like a little bit of debt, not much, but that always even a little bit weighs on you. And, you know, right. we've had times where we have tons of debt and then, you know, other times we're not, but just yeah. having that in your back, back of your mind, if you have the ability to like forecast out like, oh, a year from now, right. if we really buckle down, right, we can be out from underneath that. So it was kind of like a sacrifice that we were willing to make. My, my golf is a thousand dollars. Right. I went and bought it for $1,000. I handed the cash to the man. Um, Big I'm very ball. transparent about like what, right. what I have. Um, from a man named Drago. Drago. Who could either have like boxed Sylvester Stallone at some point in his life, or he could be from um from Hogwarts. We don't know. Did he
1: look like roughed up or something? No,
0: he's just well, he's a he was a very, very proud Russian man. Ah. He's like, hello. I'm, you know, I, I can't do Yeah, yeah, you, I, I to don't it. want to. But <laughs> if you if literally if you this watch This is why we need
1: Maggie, she could give us yeah, a good Russian accent. If you
0: watch Rocky you know which one I'm talking about. Yeah. That guy did. It felt like it could be him. Only he like shrunk a foot and like got old. Oh. So, um, but yeah, he just, I was driving the car with him. Like he went on the, on the test drive with me yeah. and he's just like so proud of this car. He had bought it right at the beginning of his retirement. Oh. To spend, like, he spent all of his time... So his he's a
1: retired boxer, is what you said. Apparently. Saying. A t- retired Russian yeah. boxer. Okay.
0: Um, but, yeah, he, you know, he poured himself into this. He's actually really proud. He took the whole thing apart, repainted it, yeah. did, did all the work to it, and he has, like, five other Volkswagen's. New interior. In yeah. yeah. So, I mean, he really was proud of it and was, like, showing me all the little things that he had right. did. So, that was cool. Yeah. And, um, so over the past couple of days, I've only had this car for, like, four days, five right. days. But... It's one of those cars, and I don't know if anyone else can relate to this, where it feels like it's slowly healing itself a little bit. Like each each day I drive it, it feels like it's gonna die less. Like <laughs> I'm just like working whatever like bad stuff out, um, just as time goes on. And I'm sure it's like old gas and like stuff because this had, right. this has been sitting for a while. Like he did everything to it, and then it just sat. Like when I bought it. It was covered in pollen and, like,
1: looked just yellow. It wasn't his primary driver. No, so it wasn't. Saying, no. Yeah. But it's yours now. It is.
0: Well, yeah, it will be. And uh, so I've been just spending some time, like, playing with it. but Getting to know it. Yeah, getting to know it. Um, like, it, <laughs> you'll see from the video, it doesn't like to start, like, smoothly. Right. But once it starts, it's fine. Right. Um, I can, you know, take off. Um. But yeah, no,
1: and it, and that's getting better even. So <laughs> it's healing itself. It, 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 yeah. It's it's basically willing itself to live for you. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's you have an instant
1: connection with this car. It's like Herbie the Love I Bug. I kind of like you. like.
0: Well, what's funny is so the cars that I remember, the cars that I have the most like connection to, are my old nineteen seventy nine F two fifty I had. Okay, that was yellow and white, and yeah. then this car, which is just you know the same kind of deal, like right. The ones that are rough, and then, like, you put work into it, and you fix it up. It's just...
1: It's right. a weird thing. I, you, I, Yeah. You could tell... So, what this story, or what you're telling me, is, like, brings up three different topics for me that I kind of wanted to touch on. The first one would be, <clears throat> I really think this car is cool. Reason being, you say it's it's a 1985 Golf. My very first car that I ever owned was a 1984 Volkswagen Rabbit, uh-huh. which I think we've talked about on the podcast. It was a long time ago, so whatever. It was, it was silver. It had a crank handle moonroof. I mean, Ooh. like, I remember... I don't have a moonroof. I know, dude. It was it was deluxe, did it son. Did it leak? Uh, yeah, so... That's what I was going to talk The moonroof... <laughs>
0: everyone did. everyone in high school who had a moonroof? Right. Your car was soggy when so, you got into it.
1: T- honestly, though, the moonroof itself wasn't what leaked, and this is what I was going to talk to you about. We was just talking about our first cars for just a tick here, and yeah. then we'll jump back onto some other parts of the story. But so this is my first car. I was very fond of it. I... It was, you know, a little hatchback two door thing, mm-hmm. pleather interior. Um and but what I do remember about that car, a couple of things, a couple of firsts with that car, aside from it being my first car was that yes, when it rained, the back hatch had a leak in it oh. and the tire sat underneath like, you know, some mat. Oh, did back. you have a built in pool? Yeah, basically oh, yeah. Nice. I had towed it around with a pool. So mm-hmm. it was great during the summertime. Um <laughs> And uh, so,
0: if, if you braked really hard, did you flood you the could, front y- of the you car? You could hear
1: sloshing, but it didn't manage to do that. Oh, so, okay. anyway, but it did fill up with water. But I remember in that car, what I loved about it was I it, fond memories are it had a tape deck mm-hmm. in it. And I remember long enough ago where I had the tape adapter. For my portable yes. CD player. Oh yeah. So this is before you know the first mm-hmm. iPod. I had that in my first car too. Yeah. Yeah. And I plugged and I, so I would hook up my 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 discman, mm-hmm. my Sony. Discman. <laughs> I had I
0: had a, I had Velcro on the back of it so I could attach
1: it oh, to the carpet. Dude, I always wanted that. Yeah. So it wouldn't slide around as mm-hmm. much or skip because you had to have a CD player with not a lot of shock, or else you yeah. You rode down the road and it was just. Well, uh, I had, uh, had uh, yeah, I, I had, uh, had that uh,
0: I had that button that you pushed that was like super shock super absorbent. Or, yeah. yeah.
1: So yeah, so I I remember that, and then I in the same car musically because I know we're all about music, obviously yeah. in this podcast. Remember installing my first CD player, Ooh. which was a big deal. I did it. My did the wiring myself. Mm-hmm. Three of the speakers. Did you worked remember in the to uh, un- after that. Unplug the battery before you started. doing No,pe that? didn't do that, but I didn't shock myself, luckily. But good I, good I <laughs> only only three speakers ever worked after that. But the two front <laughs> speakers worked, so I didn't care. Oh, that's all that matters. Yeah. Do you ever feel like actually with vehicles, older ones like that, like? It was somewhere around maybe the late '90s when when car manufacturers actually kind when of started sound started to yeah exist. when they started caring about the t- mm-hmm. the quality of speakers that they put in a car because I remember also yeah. replacing all the speakers in that car at one point yeah in those time old too. those
0: old speakers are just made of cardboard they're made I mean, they're made legit, for radio yeah, yeah basically yeah
1: yeah like just to hear a voice mm-hmm. on the radio yeah so. and
0: I mean even mine like you you hear it and it's like you hear that like nostalgic there's a nostalgic right. like lack of audio quality right. that's like almost endearing like when you when yeah. you first hear it, like, <laughs> you're when driving
1: I, and you're like oh that's cute yeah, Listen, yeah it'll like something that has an 808 beat in it. well and i remember
0: <laughs> i remember with um with the first car i ever owned i think um the first like kanye album i yeah. had and i was listening to it through those speakers yeah until i bought like a new car that had good speak i didn't know there was bass in that <laughs> like i didn't know there was like an 808 in that <laughs> right. in some of his music and so the first time i listened to it on like actual good speakers i'm like whoa Whoa, what
1: happened (laughs) i know well because you do all your primary listening to music in the car you know especially when you're younger but like but yeah i mean the the speakers something that's meant to be like you know yeah, yeah, you know, it was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> in, the, in those kind of speakers. Yeah. I, I actually mutilated some speakers with by turning it up too loud. Oh, yeah, uh, in in an old car like that. So so what what was what was your first car again? I know you've discussed it. On the uh, podcast I had before. a 1987 Mercury Cougar. Ooh, got three years newer than me, and you're only well, no, you're three years younger than I am. So mm-hmm. I guess that would make about sense. Yeah, an 87 Mercury Cougar. Yeah, so it was like That's a right. baby blue town car
0: um with a blue dark blue velour interior. Fond memories about that car that are appropriate to share? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean nothing crazy to be honest. Yeah. Um it was my grandma's car. Okay, And so it only had like 60,000 miles on it. Well, you can go a long way
1: with it in a cougar. And, Well,
0: <laughs> yeah, but the like it only got about like 7 miles to the gallon cuz it had a giant V8 engine oh, like yeah. uh <laughs> so it had like the biggest engine that Mercury had made sure. up to that point. And so it got and this was during like the gas crisis, so this was like uh, when I was buying gas, mainly for this, so I I I'm thinking like when I was like 19, right? Gas was like close to five dollars a gallon, and so I w- right. I would go, you know, can I get ten dollars and get, you know, and then you right. go as far as you can go on that. Go to
1: high school a couple times, but, yeah. yeah.
0: But um, I was 19.
1: I wasn't going to high school. No, okay, well that's good. <laughs> but, um, but no, we're not uh, laughing at people that are 19 and still in high school. Yeah, no, too hard. much, a little bit, not, not too not much. Yet, go ahead. And, yeah. Uh, but. <laughs> yeah, so, it.
0: I mean, it was great. Like, uh, looking back on it, I really do wish I had held on to that for longer. Like, the fact that it was my grandmother's car, like, right. I got it for free. Um, It was given to me. I was super lucky for it. And it only had, like, 60-some-odd 1000 miles right. on it. So, you know, I think just at that age, like, the vanity aspect right. of it is, like, I'm driving around in a baby blue giant town right. car. Like, not cool.
1: And so... I was I was gonna yeah. say I'm gonna put up a poll I think midweek of this week to to put up the stock pictures of both of our first cars and have people yep. vote and see which one they'd rather own.
0: Okay, so I mean I'm gonna pick yours. You're like, going to okay. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean mine was fine. Mine, mine was, was a coupe. Jamie. So like a so coupe. Like, I mean, think about it though. For 1987, it had power seats. Like you could move the seat. That everything. actually still worked. worked. Oh yeah, everything okay. worked. Um, power seats. Power steering, like power windows. (laughs) It's a
1: cougar, it's on a Ford Fiesta. Of course it
0: still works. No, but like power windows. It only had (laughs) sixty thousand miles on it. Yeah. Um so no, it was pretty immaculate. The only thing that didn't work was the windshield wiper fluid thing. (laughs) Because my well, my sister had borrowed it at some point and then like then like ended up in a ditch. Right. So no damage to the car whatsoever because that thing was made of like like nuclear era steel. But um the somehow inside the car the uh like washer fluid thing had broken yeah. so if a bird pooed on the window while i was driving like i
1: can't do anything <laughs> about it like you could turn on the wipers themselves and just smear yeah it all over no the i place. i always i always
0: drove with a gallon of water in the back <laughs> and like i would like pour it on the front and then like
1: yeah clean it off oh that's great because just Which, in case wait i'm thinking of you like like un- <laughs> rolling down the highway at 45 miles an hour <laughs> like, with the jug <laughs> <out> <laughs> the <front laughs> pouring it around no. the front of the car <laughs> that's definitely a dumb and dumber <laughs> move <laughs> <laughs> as it as the per, the bird poo water splashing, yeah, splashing back. No, on you. <laughs> this isn't how it's supposed to be. <laughs> um, no. So, uh, uh, you brought up that was a you should have held on to it for a little bit longer. Yeah. I was going to ask you toughest car that you've owned to part with for you so far.
0: Um, it was that nineteen seventy nine Ford. The yellow pickup F two fifty yeah it that was, was a sweet ride it was cool and like if I had had it at this stage in my life where I could have feasibly afforded to have Keep a new you yeah, have a new engine put in it like have it yeah. done up I would have kept that thing like yeah um I just wasn't at that point like I was still at a point where I needed to trade something in to get something there was no way right. about you it needed
1: a reliable vehicle yeah. yeah
0: and so it was amazing though like every one of our friends who had kids like. They would see my truck and be like, "Jamie's truck, hi!" Right? Yep. You know, I I still have a picture that pops up on my like Facebook timeline of Asher yep. and you know his two friends like hanging out. You know, I let right. him like hang out in my truck and act like they were driving it. And I remember like putting him in there, yep. and then he'd be like, he's he would like he was like, "Can I get in?" I'm he's like, like four. Yeah. yeah, and like I put him in, and he's like, keys. And I was like, nobody, no. <laughs> no, buddy, no, no nice, nice try. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah, no. And it was it so was just fun. No. Like I was known, like I had a I had a coffee cart in town that I owned, and yeah. like I'd park it out front. People would knew, know it was me. Yep. So yeah, and for it was fun. for
1: years, I think three years or so after you got rid of that truck asher whenever he saw a yellow truck or there was a hot wheel car yeah. or something like that it would be like gamey's truck gamey's truck yep yep so uh, i think yeah when he was four he probably didn't talk with you he might have even been younger he might have been like three when you had that so yeah that's pretty cool i think for me toughest car i ever parted with because i on the the flip side of you know of your stuff i mean i've owned enough cars i think on count on one wasn't hand. that one camry yeah, it was. It was. It was my my nineteen ninety one, my baby blue yeah. Camry. I had it since I bought it with my own money when I graduated high school. I split the cost with my folks, fifty fifty. Bought it and then I drove it for eleven or twelve years. I yeah. think it had almost <clears> three hundred thousand miles on it. It Was still working. You and had we it just until to not upgrade.
0: really that long ago. When you yeah, really I about mean, it.
1: I within five years, I think I yeah. still had it. And so yeah, so it was tough to part with. But I mean, that car. Was was great to me. I actually made a profit when I sold that car. I remember that, So yeah. it was like, I mean, overall, you can't go wrong with a car. You get to drive for 12 years mm-hmm. reliably and then turn it around and sell it for profit. Actually, I was going to tell you, that, the 84 Rabbit mm-hmm. that I bought had... Um, and it had like high 100,000, almost 200,000 miles yeah. on it. paid $1,200 for it in 2000 mm-hmm. when w- is when we bought it. So 19 years later, you have a vehicle that's a year older that only... Went down in value by two grand. Mm-hmm. Is they they those them Volkswagens hold their value you mean by 200? 200. 200. Yeah, 200. I said yeah. two grand, yeah, 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 I was wrong. 200, dollars
0: but it also has about that exact same amount of miles, yeah. So, like, so. at some point, people just stop driving them and like right. leave them and just somewhere, just let them
1: sit, yeah, and,
0: and be so. Anyway, no, it's it's fun, and like, yeah, those cars, like, well, that um camera you had. Every like six months or so, you had to put a new alternator in it, in it or something. Yeah, like, you yeah, had a warranty I, yeah, on oh, it.
1: No, we we had a great relationship that Camry and I yeah. knew how to change its alternator. I feel
0: like half the time I like, well, not half the time, but like a lot of times I'd come over and you'd be
1: like, you'd have the hood up on it, and you're like, oh yeah, just, just start taking just, out the alternator, just working on the alternator. Yeah, yeah. No, that's pretty much that's pretty much exactly what I did with that car, and still I made a profit on the car in the end. It was so a good job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I can't, yeah, I can't fault fault myself for it at all. No, so. Anyway, um, and then uh, other than that story for buying that car, do you have any interesting sale stories or when you sold or bought a vehicle that's any more interesting than Drago?
0: Oh, man.
1: I I was trying to think of one for me, too, most of mine was, like, the first experience ever going to a car dealership and buying a car and having the whole, we're going to bust out the book and we're going to have the manager come yeah. and talk to you. And, gosh, I just don't know. Let's let's roll mm-hmm. out the real numbers, you know, that yeah. sort of thing.
0: and I I got pretty good at not – like, there are times where I did walk out of a deal where, you know, I, I was getting jerked yeah. around like that. And then, I mean, I would call back, like, later. It happened, like, maybe once or twice where I'd call back right. later in the day and be like, hey, are you ready to sell me that car for, like, what we agreed upon? <laughs> right. And they'd be like, yeah, because I mean, sometimes you have to walk out. Sometimes, well, yeah, you like, got you got to know where where your limits are at, and then just yeah. stick to them. And if there was any advice I could give to like someone, like a kid who is going to buy their first car, it's like, I know that every car you see that's within your budget is the car you want because right. it's the car that's going to get you from point A to point B. Yup. And you have very low expectations, but. There are a million cars out there. Right. And the first car you see is not the last car that's going to come by. Right. And so, like, I remember that feeling. I remember the first car I almost bought was, like, a 1984, maybe, or 5, like, Mustang, mm-hmm. which was not an attractive oh. car. They were boxy. They were ugly. Oh. The, the engine, it, wasn't,
1: it wasn't one of the good Mustangs. No.
0: The engine, like, the parts were being held in by, like, C-clamps. Oh. I remember. And I was like... Oh, those look like <laughs> they'll hold. Those look like good C clamps. Like that's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just remember being so desperate. I think it was like five hundred bucks. Sure, I think it was like a five hundred dollar car. And uh, I'll roll with this. Yeah. So <clears throat> I don't know. It's it, pretty good. It's and if you, once you get that car, if you can keep it going, like keep it for as long as you can, because right. car payments are not fun. You mm-hmm. know,
1: it's true. Now, so we there, our most recent vehicle that we bought was we have a twenty thirteen Highlander now. Um, <clears throat> that one has, you know, it's ha- obviously it has Bluetooth in it, you know, it's yeah. new enough for it, but it's one of the ones where it automatically syncs with your phone mm-hmm. every single time you get in the car. If, as long as your Bluetooth's on, on yeah. the phone, do you like that feature in a vehicle? I am, I am, and I'm asking, it's a loaded question,
0: but I am curious. It's halfway. Like, yeah, it's kind of annoying sometimes. Cause also I would forget about it. And then all yeah. of a sudden my speakers are ringing really loud right. and I'm like, ah like, uh, right. cause you forget, like yeah. you don't know. Um, and then sometimes you just don't
1: want to have, I don't know. Yeah.
0: And I, I just don't use, I don't talk on Bluetooth a whole lot. yeah So it's just awkward for me. I, I don't, don't
1: I don't like it because I use the voice. I use voice to text a lot. Yeah. And when it's hooked up to Bluetooth, oh, if I'm yeah. sitting like in a mm-hmm. drive through or something like that, you know, the car's just at a stop while I'm waiting to pull forward or whatever. And I want a voice to text. It never picks up my words right. It's Mm -hmm. auto connected to it. It's a pain to get it off of that. And I'm like, at this point, I don't know if I want to auto connect my phone. I like it for the music feature, Mm -hmm. but for when I need want to talk to my phone, yeah, (laughs) just me and my phone, Mm -hmm. it's super annoying. So I think that's probably where I go. But I will tell you this. Speaking of that, this morning I called my mom to say hi, and I'm used to like voice to texting, you know, like using the single button on my headset and being Mm -hmm. able to voice to text text messages and stuff like that while I'm driving. So anyway, um, I call my mom while I'm driving to work to leave a voicemail, and I think I checked out mentally because I started the voice message with, hey, mom, it's Mike, period. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I actually <laughs> said the period in there, and then I went, Did you address uh, it? Uh, like, I think I thought I was just voice texting you, because um, uh, anyway, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I realized... That Disregard still, the period yeah, that I just hey, put... Mom, uh, hey, mom, it's Mike, period. Uh, uh good morning exclamation point you know like that sort of thing so <coughs> anyways it kind of got the better for me or of me but that's me and i'm so used to using technology that way now that when i yeah. check out it is funny when you hear someone else using a voice to text feature cuz they're cuz they're like They're like, thank you for telling me that information, period. I'm so excited for you, exclamation point. We should get together soon, smiley face. You know, and it's totally monotone. Yeah, (laughs) Like, like you can tell they've internalized it when they're regurgitating it back out Mm -hmm. for the voice-to-text thing, but go ahead. Oh, I just,
0: I think that, like, something that I've, I think I've realized about myself is, uh, I mean, everyone, I would say 90% of people text now more than they call people on the phone. Right, but back in the day, when I f- was first driving, talking on your phone was legal while you were driving. Right. It wasn't illegal. And that's where I did 90% of my phone calls was while I was driving. Yeah. So, like, there was a time that I was working. Like, I lived in Forest Grove. I worked on the east side of Portland. Yep. And so, any phone calls that I was going to make during the day, I did you on my commute. commute. That's what I do. And so, it was just easier. And I was yep. like, oh, well, I'm not going to text while I'm driving. That's right. dumb. Like, that, right. I would definitely get an accident. And so once that became illegal, once talking on the phone, like having your phone up to right. you became illegal, that's when like text, you know, I would just yeah. you voice to text like yep. makes sense. Yep. And so I think it really helped
1: kill the phone call. Like, yeah. at it, least it, for me. It did. It definitely did. I mean, I still use my phone. Bec- I, and I would argue that, that a lot of people that don't commute and don't have a job that requires them to talk on yeah. the phone just don't do it that often anymore. It's, mm-hmm. it's to the point when when Maggie talks on the phone, it's to me. I mean, yeah. she would say it if she was here. 97% of her phone calls, uh, verbal calls, are yeah. with me. In fact, if she's, if this has gotten to the point where if she's on the phone when I get home, mm-hmm. I'm like, something's wrong. Like, yeah, or if yeah. Maggie takes a personal call, I'm like, oh something happened <laughs> like she she just never talks to people on the phone anymore yeah so i i think that's definitely true i mean it's it's weird to say like the phone call is dying yeah like, and i mean and like y- just, i think <laughs> i think <just laughs> weird
0: i think you and me come from the same standpoint of like there are some things that are just easier to call oh, yeah. like where it's like oh, yeah. hey i've
1: just got a couple questions yeah. Yeah. two minute I... phone call or like an hour texting yeah, chain, back, and, back forth. and forth yeah, yeah. yeah. no so no there's sometimes
0: where it's like i'll tell Dan- Danielle i'll be like can you just call the person like right. we'll be driving to someone's house and i'll be like hey can you tell them we're about right. like five minutes away yep. and see if they're still there and she'll be like okay and i'm like right no just
1: like by the time you're done with that like we'll be there just call right um right <laughs> no i think yeah it's 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 definitely to the point i think where it, it's it's a little bit out of hand and people just avoid calling yeah. at all costs some people phone do. calls
0: feel awkward <laughs> now too like i'll say i'm yeah. so out of the like i mean yes i talk to my wife every single day on the phone and like yeah. but she's the main person yeah. yep. so i i don't know it's almost intimidating i feel like back in the day answering a phone number that you didn't know mm-hmm. was more common, like I'd be right. like, oh, okay, let's see who it is. Now it's like if you if a number comes up that I don't know, it's like, right. who are you? Yeah, like why are you calling my phone? I agree. So I don't know. Yep. It's yeah. There's a I actually don't I don't said. answer it
1: anymore if it's not in my oh, contacts. I don't know. Like, yeah, nope, they can leave a message if they want to, mm-hmm. but they're usually a scam call. So. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> hey, I was gonna, I was gonna share. This is random, but I was thinking about it this morning, and I, and so I usually think that people probably assume, and I, I pride myself on this, and I'm generally a pretty upbeat and positive person. Uh-huh. But for whatever reason, this morning. I was not feeling as such. In fact, I was Aww. in like a lousy mood while I was while I, I st- uh, very first started my day today. And so, this is me going on a small, tiny rant about the things that bothered me this morning. Okay, would you like to hear about? I'm them? here for you. <laughs> All right, thank you. Here, so I'll much.
0: Here, I'll put my head on my thank on my you. hand.
1: Now I know you're serious about mm-hmm. my things. So, tell me what's going on, baby boy. <sighs> my son came in. My youngest, three a.m. this morning. To crawl into bed with us now. Some parents, you know, have said I would never let my child sleep with me, or I'm never going to. Mm-hmm. I am of the same uh, vein, except when it's three o'clock in the morning and I'm super tired. Yeah, I don't want to carry him back downstairs, so he gets in bed in between Maggie and I. What happens as I'm dozing off to sleep? I get a small little elbow in the very back of my neck mm-hmm. at three o'clock, which kept finding its way there, even though I'm. I think he was sleeping, or maybe he just crawled on my bed to be a giant turd. Yeah, but. Kept jamming that into the back of my neck from 3 until 5 a.m. when I woke up this morning. Then I was meeting a couple of people for coffee this morning. On my way to meet them, there's a single, like a road, you know, that has two lanes going the same direction to get Mm -hmm. from our town to the next town. Yeah. And two vehicles are lockstep next to each other, side by side, driving down the road. I hate that. Because there's no way to pass somebody. And they're both going exactly the speed limit. Mm -hmm. It's like they were in a Grey Poupon commercial ready to exchange something out the window (laughs) to each other. I'm like, come on, speed one of you, speed up, speed up. Yeah, yeah. And they didn't. So that, this was really grinds my gears. That mm-hmm. grinds my gears. Oh. I'm already in a bad mood because of this and I'm running late and I can't get past either one of them. Where I pass a Kentucky fried chicken that just had a sign out front that said two for six dollars. What does that mean? Two <laughs> for six dollars? What, what are am they I advertising yeah, for yeah. two for six? I'm not gonna stop in there if you don't tell me what you're selling mm-hmm. for six dollars. Mm-hmm. I don't go to KFC anymore. Yeah. Anyway, but that frustrated me too. Mm. Then I get to the place the where kernel. there's coffee at. They raised they raised the price of coffee for drip coffee by 25 cents. That's ridiculous. <sighs> 25 cents. It's already an expensive cup of drip. How is your common working man mm. supposed to oh afford a cup goodness. of joe? 25 cents, I tell you. And then, after I'm done having coffee, which is very pleasant, by the way, for the people that probably are listening to this, mm-hmm. that I got to have coffee with this morning, Mr. Mark. Um, hey, Mark. But, uh... So this is all before 6 a.m. Then I get back in the car. Well, I delicately wrapped up my headphones so that I could use them to call my mom and leave this voicemail Uh where I said period in it. I pull the headphones out that I had delicately wrapped up, and they're tied into Uh, some stupid freaking spaghetti Mm -hmm, knot. mm -hmm. How does that even happen? My pocket's not moving around. My hand's not in there. I'm not doing anything. I'm just sitting there. I understand. Pull them back out. Tie it in a knot. Takes like two minutes to get that uh-huh, done. Uh-huh. Do you do a little jiggle? Ridiculous. Yeah, sometimes the magic jiggle just works. <sighs> I try to jiggle them, oh, anyways, uh-huh. <clears throat> and then I'm almost to work, uh-huh. which I'm running on time, so that's totally fine. Good job. But I have one of those things where it's a green light, someone's making a right turn, and I'm following behind them. We're both going the flow of traffic, uh-huh. but even though they're making a right turn on a green light. They feel the need to slow down to almost a complete stop uh, to make the turn. stoppers. Why do people fully stop when they're making a turn that they don't need to fully stop Was before? he
0: concerned about a bike lane <laughs> or a crosswalk? Uh,
1: probably, but who cares? No one was <laughs> in it. So, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> That's true. Okay. Yeah, right? Yeah. And then I get to work, and I have to back into my parking spot at work, which I'm not going to say too much about that, but they say it's for safety. I think more accidents are caused by people who don't know how to back into parking spots, back into uh-huh. parking spots. But the spaces are tiny. Why do they make parking spaces so tiny? I drive I drive a Toyota Prius, okay? It's a yeah. small car. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> trying to open the doors, even when I'm perfectly aligned in the center, mm-hmm. which not everybody does that, by the way, I, I have to open the door and still suck in my gut. And I'm not a big person, James. Pop your hatchback. back. suck in my gut to get out of the side of the car. Why? Yeah. Why do they make me do that? For anybody of larger, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel larger like than it. me is going to have an incredible problem doing this.
0: Have you ever had to crawl through the trunk of your car to get in? No,
1: I've never done that before. I have. That actually be just kind of fun for the heck of it.
0: So there was one time, this is off topic a little bit, but I had locked my keys in the car. Yeah. And the only door that was unlocked was the trunk. I, I, I drove a hatchback at the time. It was like a Ford Escort. And so I had I was I was just getting off of work right. and everyone was outside. Right. And so everyone got to see me open the trunk of my car, get in through the trunk, work my way to the front of the car. That's a
1: humbling moment. Yeah.
0: yeah. No, it and, and trying to like close the hatch behind you is difficult. Absolutely. But um no, I, I understand. Yeah, I'm sorry. All of those things are
1: frustrating. The only last thing that I have to say is Yeah. Prior to getting out of the car, because yeah, yeah. I'm to work a few minutes early, so I'm not going to go inside earlier than check I your phone. have to. Check my phone, right? Yeah. I'm scrolling Facebook, and my Facebook feed is just clogged up with, you know, y- you have, there's, everybody has that Facebook friend, or maybe a few of them, that posts like 12 Tupperware? times, no, that posts like 12 to 15 times a day. I'm not talking mm-hmm. stories, actual posts and all they are is is sharing little memes or like a little yeah. political article but th- they're never it's never an update about like them or how they're doing it's not like really an original thought it's mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. it's like 15 to 20 posts a day where they yeah. scrolled through Facebook and just reshared something and i'm not saying mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with resharing something that you find entertaining there is to an extent but when you are just blasting it out there mm-hmm. nonstop like I don't want to see that all the time. Yeah. And I know I can hide people that do that and whatever and whatnot. I mean, and there's no one. If anyways, if you think it's you that I'm talking about, it, it might is. be. <laughs> anyway, but but so I mean, Carol. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have any friends named Carol. Okay, on there. I don't. I don't think. Meanwhile, I have a friend actually named Carol. Probably was like, hey, yeah. You know, it'd be cool if she listened. We but, said your and, name on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, so so this was all before 8 o'clock in the morning, and I just had to get all of this off of my chest because it was a very rant-worthy, uh, irritant morning. And these, you know, they just... Dude, anyway. I'm amazed that you've made it through the day. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Somehow I, I eked by I don't understand. Yeah. to this point right here so uh-huh. I can dedicate time to this podcast. You because are, you know what, Jamie? You are devoted. You and I are dedicated. We're the ones who are here right yeah. now. We're the and ones Maggie's making it not. happen. <sighs> Man, People we don't quite, even
0: know where she is. We still
1: haven't found yeah, her. Yeah, she can come out from wherever she's hiding now. <laughs> she's gonna. She's <laughs> just dinking on her phone. Okay, where was your favorite hiding spot when you played hide and go seek? Oh. Like, did you? Did you? There, there was, there was a couple that I always had as go tos. One was to always stand in the in the bathtub or in the shower with the curtain pulled back, but so that it looked like no one was in there, but really I was standing right behind the curtain in mm. the shower. That one worked really well. So, when I was a kid. so.
0: This is the point in the podcast where I drop a Jamie childhood moment and remind you that I had no siblings or anybody to play uh, hide and go seek oh. with as a child. However, when I was
1: <laughs> when I was
0: a, a late teen to early twenty er
1: oh good, um, <laughs> this is when you started your hide and seek. Yeah, career. no,
0: actually, well, it was it was more fun because we would go outside in the middle of the night, like pitch black, right, and about like a one city block area sure because a lot of people knew like the neighbors or like lived right. around there we would play hide and seek in in the yards that we knew was okay right. and uh, that was a, that was awesome okay. that was the coolest thing okay. and if i could do it as an adult like now right. i would that would be fun again too because people climb into trees and like get into like the recycling I could bin see that as an
1: adult that would be really fun yeah so so
0: i don't know yeah. like yes i had you I had good times but um, outside was always way better. Um, yeah, well inside. outside would
1: definitely take a lot more time. And if you had a neighborhood, you could go hide in, you weren't worried about someone like coming out of their house. being like, mm-hmm. Get out of my bush. You know, I did like play hide sort of and seek
0: thing. in, uh, in a church one time and that was cool oh, like churches, with all the lights off
1: especially like how come so many old churches are kind of creepy when, I don't but know anyway, you churches fu- are real creepy with the with the lights off yeah
0: and you find the desolate areas of the church that no one's been in probably right. for you know, like 15 years where they
1: keep like all of the donated clothing that they're not uh-huh. actually giving away to anybody yeah, yeah. nobody wants it <laughs> just like in the back we had a library room. program back in 1992 yeah and all of our, all of our books are just they're all National Geographics bookcases. that like something's been <laughs> dripping on Yes, so uh, Jamie, we've actually sustained a forty-minute podcast just the good two job of us. Buddy. Do you like? Well, good job to you too. I'm yeah. super proud of you and where we've come and we're where doing we've real been. Well. I mean, it only took five years of intermediate podcasting for to, this to happen. To yeah, to to or intermittent, inter intermediate. I guess we're intermediate Inter-mural. podcasters. <laughs> Intermural <laughs> podcasting. Uh, so we uh, we made it. We've yeah. succeeded. We've achieved. Yeah. I think so. And now we can, we can retire. Do you feel accomplished?
0: Um, no. But I mean, like I do this is a good thing.
1: No, I missed Maggie. I can't wait I for Maggie to be back. I'm sure other listeners are really looking forward to Maggie being back. So thank you for hanging in there. If you made it all the mm-hmm. way to the end of this podcast with just Jamie and I, you are a real champion. Yeah,
0: and uh yeah, just throw it out there like I sometimes do when I remember. Yeah. Um give us a five star rating if you can. Yes if please. You, if you don't want to, just don't. Um yes, please. <laughs> give us a five star rating. Uh, Make a funny word. I will say it on the podcast. Still, as far as I know, no one's done that, but I haven't honestly checked. So, if you probably got like twenty of them. Yeah, if you do it, message me or something. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Um, yeah. So we're on all the social
1: media thingies, and just hit us up and come and hang out with us. I promise that next time we will have a uterus with us again. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks, everybody. Love you guys.